Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We would like to acknowledge that this podcast meeting is being held on Aboriginal land, the land of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. And we would like to pay respect to their elders past, present and emerging and their multiple birth parents with children with disabilities. And this week we're meeting with beautiful Julie-Anne Grasso, children's author, mum, middle grade Mavens podcaster, former paediatric nurse, current library book wrangler, (laughs) Instagram reels tragic, and of course, a pee. This podcast contains truth, laughter, and the occasional F word, so it's not really suitable for children. Sometimes you just have to get your shits out. Shit, 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 shit. That's right. This is a language warning. Oh, shit. Hello, Mandy. Hello, Kate. For those following along at home, it's actually a beautiful day in Melbourne again. Yes. But I feel like the weather is on the cusp of turning. Yes. Autumn is really coming. It's autumn. Yep. It's mm-hmm. dark in the morning. It's staying a bit chilly at night. Yeah. It's actually just the yeah. most beautiful time of year. It is. Yeah, I yeah. love it too because mm. you can just, yeah, beautiful afternoons but cool. You can sleep. Yep. All yes. those things. I was yep. just thinking the dark mornings is when you wish your children would sleep in. Oh, yeah. Oh, It's lonely getting up when it's dark. Yes, mm. yes. You feel yes. like, yeah, there's no one out, only the diehard exercise people, yep. <laughs> which is not <laughs> which me. Which is not us. <laughs> <laughs> no. Anyway, we have beautiful Julie with us this week. We're very excited to have her. We have. So, hi, Julie, welcome. Thank you. So excited to be here. And we're all on Zoom. Yes, Mandy's in a different location to me. Julie's at her place. So yes. 
Forgive the yep. sound, peas. Yeah. Yep, we'll do the best we can, hey? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've got people on the cusp of trying to go to camp and sickness everywhere and COVID just, just yep. surrounding yep. us. Yep, and I was like, so, I've got a tickle um, in my yeah. throat. I did a rat. It's fine. I don't really feel sick at all, but I'm like, I'm not being the person. I'm no. not stopping her from going to camp. <laughs> <laughs> and so she sent Kate a little video saying we're all in this together and then she did the little the uh, super oh, the thing. super hands so funny I laughed <laughs> it just came out of nowhere <laughs> oh well done. anyway Julie here we are let's start with our questions and get going so yes. Kate you want to go yep okay so our first question is do you have any music or a band or a song that gets you up during the good times or brings you up during the bad times yeah, I had to think about this because I, um, boy wizard, my six-year-old autistic child, um, wouldn't let us sing for like four years. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah. and music was really sort of a torrid thing. So we kind of stopped playing a lot of music. He's really fine with it now. But anyway, I I pretty much only find music on Instagram now. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. <laughs> what Instagram music? I think Sia, Unstoppable. Mm, okay. I don't yeah. know if you remember that one. Um, yes. Yeah, I think the words are something like, I put on my armour and, well, I can sing, so. I put my armour on and show you what I am. I'm unstoppable. I'm a Porsche with no brakes. Oh. I'm invisible. I something or other. <laughs> That's pretty much how it goes for me because I sing yeah. to like two and three year olds and, and forget the rhyme words. It's like, yeah. how can you forget the wheels on the bus? But I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, two and three year olds are very forgiving. Voice. They are. Oh, yeah. I used to play the guitar just with the quarter G for every single song when I worked in childcare, and they never cared. (laughs) Mandy. (laughs) Why are you complaining on the chords? I was like, well, here we go. Yeah. So I I actually think I probably, I I probably don't sing that when I'm, you know, down, but I I sing that as a, uh, I will always advocate, I will always Mm. educate, I will Mm. be unstoppable. Mm. (laughs) So. Yeah. Yep. Oh, it's beautiful. Your voice is stunning as well. Yeah. Oh, I know. Why <laughs> Okay. Tell us, did you win any awards at school or in your life? No. None. Oh. Nada. Zip. But <laughs> I feel like you will give me an award at the end of today yes. when I tell you why I'm a P. I think it will be ah, the okay. longest... <laughs> <laughs> the longest example of why I'm a, I'm a pig. Perhaps we should time it. <laughs> okay, I'll time it. Okay, I'm going to time it. Let me find my clock and we're going to timer. Okay, and all right, you, you're going to ask Kate. Okay, well, Julie, why are you a pig? <laughs> okay, settle in, folks. <laughs> so, um, Grade, I think grade three, I fractured my femur falling off a trampoline. Right. So femur's the big leg bone. Yeah. It's been traction for two weeks. You you end up in a total waist. Cast. The top the top half, the thigh bone. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, um, as a result, you often sort of you broken where the bone grows. So you often end up with different 
lengths of legs, which I did. So then yeah. I had the subsequent surgery, blah, blah, blah. Spent a lot of time in the Royal Children's Hospital Brisbane, which is mm. no longer called that, but it was back then. Um, and I think that might have been when I decided that I was interested in medical things. So went to university, became a nurse, went and worked in the same hospital that I'd been at, you know, in, in the orthopedic ward. Go back in there on like a, we call it like a, you know, you go sort of shift swapping and I walk in and they have the same shower curtains still <laughs> in the shower. Oh my all, gosh. I don't know how many years ago, unless they used the same, <laughs> the same distributor. <laughs> I was horrified. It was yeah. like, oh my gosh, the trauma, the trauma. Anyway, so um, became a nurse, worked in pediatrics very early on. Um, so my pediatric experience is probably what really made me a P. So I've worked in liver transplant, renal dialysis, and then mm, a, a really wow. general surgical ward, which basically has everything. So ear, nose and throat, maxillofacial, burns, general surgery. <clears throat> um, and from that, I, I sort of, I showed initiative and then they threw me into the stomal therapy role. Now, I know Mandy will know what stone therapy is because you basically help children with um, wound care, button care, nasogastric mm. tubes, um, mm -hmm. insertion of catheters, mm. uh, stomal bags. Um, so I did that for a couple of years and I even go went into like neonatal NICU because they have lots of mm. tiny little they like Barbie dolls yeah, the bags and, yes. and yeah became quite an expert at that from there I, I then went into the burns unit and eventually ran the burns unit for about six years so wow, I feel Julie. like my experience in the P world mm. I was going to call myself a P nurse and then I said <laughs> yes. that quite fast and it's a penis yeah so no I'm not, <laughs> myself a penis because no. I'm now an ex-penis. Yep. So um yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, I exited uh the hospital after being coached by a medical company, married my beautiful husband Danny, and had my first child, Girl Wonder, and she had this sort of enormous hemangioma on her head mm -hmm. and a couple on her arms which we had treated that kind of thing in my hospital because we, we do vascular malformation. Yeah. And so I knew what I was expecting, but it was it was still horrifying to me because it was so visual mm. and I was like, oh, what are people mm. going to think? And so I used mm. to make these sort of headbands because the skull uh, in a, an infant has to be able to grow, mm -mm. restricted. So it was, it was just a really torrid time and sort of got through that. In the meantime, I... I had been writing children's books. Um, then I went into libraries and um, actually, no, I had my second child, um, Boy Wizard, we call him, because he literally looks like Harry Potter. <laughs> um, and I've sent you a photo and you can have a look. He came home from daycare one day with this kind of black paint on his forehead <laughs> and he had his little glasses on and I was like, it's the Boy Wizard. So that, that was it. And then Harry. Like, yeah. So after Boy Wizard was born, um, got to about two years not a lot of language um autism in our family I kind of felt like we were moving towards that diagnosis anyway fast forward we were I then started working in libraries and in children's librarian and um, part of my role is to make sure we have inclusive and mm. um, adaptive 
resources to make sure every child in our, in our service can see themselves. So obviously, I'm a P from the start to finish. You really End are. timer. <laughs> oh, you really, really, really Four. are. Four minutes, 52. Four minutes, 52. Point seven four. <laughs> I haven't timed anyone else, but anyway, yeah. winner, that is yeah. your award. Congratulations. If not, I want the rubber chicken or the rubber pig or something <laughs> in the post. So much interesting stuff. The peas are just like, like, where are we going to start, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, all right, let's start. I don't know where to start, Julie. Where do you want to start? <laughs> What do you think, think, Kate? Well, why don't you tell us about your podcast? What's your podcast? Oh, yeah. Mm. I forgot about that. Um, (laughs) So Mm. my podcast is in middle grade books. So we call ourselves Middle Grade Mavens. Um, The reason we started was because we were reading middle grade, we were writing middle grade, and we just felt like we knew a lot about it. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. And we felt like no one was talking about it and there are only so many Australian publishers. So mm. we just decided we're going to do a podcast. We figured out how to do it on an app and yep. it just launched. And then all of a sudden publishers were sending us their books and ah. we were like, oh, my goodness. It just steamrolled, you know, books literally steaming in the door. Can you review my book? Um, can you uh, talk about my book? Can you reel my book? So uh, lately I've been doing Instagram reels as well. You can't my favorite. So <laughs> I do a lot of goofing around on Instagram showing book covers and yeah, just trying to be relevant but get the word out about middle grade books in Australia and I guess all overseas. My podcast partner is Pamela. She's a gorgeous writer um, and a dance teacher and a homeschooler. So we just have a lot to gnash over. Um, and yeah. if you're ever looking for book recommendations, <laughs> yes. that's what and I so do. And so middle grade yes. is what? It's actually 8 to 12. It's right. also called middle uh. school, um, junior fiction if you're in a library. So that's my podcast. And the way I started listening to your podcast was one of my listeners, uh, I must have talked a little bit about Diagnosis for Boy Wizard. They said, you need to listen to two Ps. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then I was like, <laughs> um, I was actually away on a writing retreat and I, I listened to the first few episodes and I was sitting in like a sushi train and I was just like blubbering. Mm. And yeah. people were just looking at me and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and I yeah. went home and I must have booked in for the live show and my sister, uh. Linda, knows Matt, Matt yes. very well. She's like, why are you going to my friend's show? <laughs> I was like, oh, two bees. <laughs> She's like, oh, my gosh, small world. And then Mandy did a sleep consult for me for Boy Wizard because I was mm. at my wit's end. Mm. You um, were. Yes. Mandy saved my soul. Oh, yes. And mm. yes, yes. You're going to have to time my answers like no, it's fine. Too long, like, this too is long. how we do it. This is how we do it. This is how we do it. Yeah, I'm sure I can reel that. <laughs> I remember meeting you meeting you at that sleep consult and just think and just I could see your head was spinning about everything. Yep. yep. We yeah. Were just and just about th- to get diagnosis and mm-hmm. I was yeah. It was a dark time. It was a dark time because I was awake all night. Yes. Yes. You can't cope on no sleep. 
And I know no. we're, we're preaching no. to the choir with a lot of our peas, but yeah, oh, yep. it's impossible. Yeah, yeah. It, so, no one's brains are working properly. That's no. the tricky part. Yeah, no. yeah. Okay. Mandy, yeah. Okay. Well, Mandy has the elixir of life. Oh. Um, anybody, if you're wondering, do a sleep consult. I'm yeah. not even joking. Oh, I'm very honestly saying. Yeah. Mandy did actually pull me back from the brink. I mm. feel a little tired oh. even saying it. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's yes. true. Yep. It's true. Yep. Mm. Yep. Got to try and get some and there's sleep. Just, and there's, it, there's, just, there's just a different world to, to being a pee and mm. sleep as yes. well. Mm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yep. It's not yep. a standard thing. No. Yep. Anyway, right. okay. All right. we are let's go to Boy Wonder. Let's go yeah, to. let's go to him. He's too. What, what's happening? Not yeah. saying many words, mm. um, not giving much eye contact, not answering to his name. Mm. Um, and when you say those things to a, to a, a GP, they make you do a lot of hoop jumping before they will mm. even consider a diagnosis. So mm. we got grommets, we got tonsils and adenoids out, we, mm. um, we got speech assessment, we, mm. we had... Uh, eyeglasses and it turned out he was fairly deaf pretty blind um you know now he wears his beautiful glasses looks so cute mm-hmm. but um all mm. those things didn't change the outcome he right. still didn't he didn't speak he didn't answer um and so got to i think i finally got my library job by then and i got to daycare and that they, they started saying warning signs and Mm. My pediatric brain was just on high alert, mm, mm. so on higher sort of I didn't want to face it, but then I sort of went, we've got to yeah. do this. Mm, mm. And I just said to yeah. Danny, we've got to do this. And so we mm. went just steam ahead for diagnosis. It took two years, which, mm. I mean, mm. it shouldn't, but it does. Mm. It just takes mm. that long to get assessed and by four, we were in the middle of a pandemic we were needing mm. to do this cognitive assessment. It was literally we were going into lockdown for the first time that night. Oh, my and gosh. I had, the, oh. I had the assessment. So two hours with a small child with a mask. Oh, it's with really a hard. And, a spe- and, yeah, I I think I just kind of blocked it out. Yeah, yeah. came home. Yeah. And about a month later we got the sort of full autism, and they call it level three, which means you'll probably have lifelong needs, mm. lifelong, um, you know, pervasive learning. Um, but it doesn't mean they won't function in life, that they will yeah. need a lot of support. Yep, so yep. that kind of, I knew, I knew what that meant um, because we have autism in the family. There are other children that I could see that pathway, but mm. I was still just terrified and shattered mm, mm. and um yeah where do you go with that you either fall under the bridge or leap over that damn bridge and just go this is what we are this is here we are mm. and then yeah. you tell everyone so yeah. I told everyone <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah. and in really no uncertain terms so when people ask you or they notice, like mm, mm. when they walk past you and like he's wearing headphones for mm. sensitivity or they ask him a question he doesn't necessarily understand what they're asking, mm. he doesn't answer, 
I don't just say um, boy wizard is autistic. I mm. say that means he may do this, this, and this. Just mm, mm. not sharing too much of his confidential life, no, but yeah. people don't know what that means. No, they, they don't. don't. No. Understand. They hear that word and they think Charlie Babbitt, Sheldon. I know. Whatever his yeah. name. Oh, so they do. You do. Have, have numbers all around the yeah. house? No, we don't, but we do have letters all around the house. So yeah. very early on he showed what they call hyperlexia. So we had these foam bath letters and yeah, he yeah. would start spelling words in the foam letters in the bath. Mm. So we would have a Netflix original series at the age of three. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I think I sent Mandy a photo. He used to spell Chemist Warehouse because we live across the road from one. <laughs> but, it, but he missed out the U, so it was Chemist Warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> so I sent that one to you, Mandy. Yeah, Perfect. all these sort of weird um, spellings that became words. Then he started writing, like obsessively writing words, still obsessively writes words, yes. makes signs. To this day, um, toilet signs are a huge favourite. And seriously, you can't go anywhere without him. Just like his little ears prick up when he sees a toilet sign. And then (laughs) he does toilet charades. Wow. (laughs) He'll he'll just like look at you and he'll just be standing straight, arms up and down. And you'll go, men's. And then he'll put his arms out, (laughs) ladies. And then he'll sit down, wheelchair. (laughs) And then you... (laughs) Legs, legs apart, baby. <laughs> so <laughs> we'd be like, oh, my gosh, it's toilet charades. And literally, we haven't had toilet charades for a while, but he's, he's, it's, it's resurged recently. He just look at you. Mummy. <laughs> so that I, is the cutest, funniest thing. <laughs> I want to play toilet charades. Yeah, I probably will charades. now. Yep, yep. <laughs> Oh, the joy. Um, where was I going with that? So, yeah, we, we knew diagnosis was happening. We're heading towards school. Yes, really yeah. quickly. Yeah. The terror. Yes. We had to have all these assessments done in order to be funded for whatever. And, mm. of course, I had talked to Mandy. Yep. I had listened to that episode about special school. I, mm. I mm. basically inhaled it into my soul yes. <laughs> and just went, we can mm. do this. Right. We can oh, do I'm this. I'm so glad. Yeah. So mm. we opted for a, a, a specialist autism school, which just happened to be, uh, it's only like a 20-minute drive. Um, and Mandy had, you know, talked about the bus and was like, oh, dear Lord above, I'm putting mm. a five-year-old on a bus. Yes. Yeah. It's very but overwhelming. We did it. And, like, mm. it's not always easy. And mm. it was funny when we went to the actual school because it, it's such a different model of care. Mm-hmm. And it just yeah. suited our needs. And But they said, and, and your bus will be, and basically I think, Mandy, you have to drive to your bus stop or at least. No, walk, I can, or, we could walk you to can it. Walk, yeah. yeah. They're like, and, and your bus stop will be at, and the number will be, you know, 153. Yes. And we live yes. at one. 53A. Oh, wow. <laughs> Literally. Out the, we don't actually live at 153A. Right at uh, yeah, the front yeah, yeah. of our house. <laughs> I was like, jackpot. What? Oh, <laughs> so, that's amazing. Yep. Yep. So we don't go anywhere. We just put him on the bus. And does he like um, the bus? 
He loves driving on the bus, mm. but the separation anxiety yeah. is, is an enormous factor, but mm. we're working on it. We've worked on it a mm. lot. And I'll show you I'll show you what broke the camel's back. This is baby Lyra. Yeah. So this oh. is a, a an indigenous baby doll that you can get from Yarn Strong Sister, I think the name of the company yep. is. So Baby Lyra was a bit of a, I'd like to call it accidental therapy. So yeah. we, we would, when he was a bit younger, he would just love babies, but he'd just go and clobber one in the face. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Didn't yeah. know what yeah, to do yeah. and thought they were a doll. Yeah, toddlers do um, this, yes. <laughs> yeah, but all, like everywhere we went, mm. it was to the point where yeah. we were all on high alert yeah. for a baby. It was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, was, yeah. It was almost like, you know. Yeah, stressful. Um, Super detail, stressful. you know, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> someone quickly. Yeah, so we it was I baby charades. Home, you were baby all charades, like, like oh. <laughs> um, and I had brought home because in my baby sessions we we have a baby bounce session, and I brought home the baby doll, and he was just like, his his eyes just Aww. met, Aww. and her name Aww. her name was baby Lyra. So baby Lyra, uh, he just loved her immediately, and then mm. he started to learn how to be gentle with her. Yeah. So yeah. we. we realize oh my gosh it's total accidental therapy because mm. yeah we're modeling the behavior but also he, he's sort of turned the corner he's not hit, hitting babies anymore yeah, yeah. but also yeah. she started going to school getting on the bus yeah. and mm. you know becoming part of his life and they of course welcomed yes yes Lyra at the school because that's what they do in special mm. school and that's it right just became this sort of beautiful moment of oh my gosh we've accidentally therapied out of this problem, yeah. but the yeah. bus is still occasionally problematic. Um, occasionally the headphones get thrown. Yeah, but yeah. he's yes. getting on. He, he does love it. He does, you know, get off at the other end, gets on again. He's only six. It, it's, it yeah, was something I never thought would huge. happen. Yeah, yeah. it is no. It's such a big deal. So, yeah. Yeah. I feel like um, every time she successfully got on there, I'd be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. We can yeah. keep going. <laughs> I saw a yeah. beautiful thing, um, I don't know where, well, on Facebook or something, and it said separation anxiety when you have a disability as a child is is like leaving your translator at home. And yes. I thought, yes. Oh, I, I think maybe Nellie Thomas posted maybe that. Maybe she did. I was like, oh, yes. It's the true. I was I just really had, resonated with really, that. Really, I hadn't thought about it. And I was like, that's yep. so powerful to think about. Like, this is the person yep. who yeah, it really gets is. all my nuances. Yeah. Yeah. And it yeah. changes the whole, yeah, it changes your mindset when you come to think about it and how to deal with it. So, yeah, it's yeah. very powerful. Yeah, and have mm. a little bit more patience yes. to think about it through that lens. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And mm. even with mm. um, sort of communication, I mean, they call autism a pervasive developmental disorder because there's such a massive communication component of that. And, you know, some children can be nonverbal. There are nonverbal kids in his class. Um, and at the time I sort of thought, will, will that be detrimental to his language development? Mm. Um, and I just chose to forget about that. And we've used things like um, Auslan sign just because he couldn't tell us what he wanted to mm. eat. And we were just mm. at the point where, are you, are you hungry? You know, are you full? And um, eventually we also got Prolo. Rolo Quo to go, um, the communication yep. app, because we just felt like he is so visual. He mm. loves signs. Mm. Let's try a sign. Oh my gosh, he loved that. But mm. now he's 
quite verbal and he loves to type in the, the like different things and then let the prolo code <laughs> say it and it's not always appropriate. <laughs> so, like, oh my gosh. And like they but have that's to That's a great him. joke. Yes, it's a great joke. And he's not yeah. allowed to use the other kids' communicators because some of them use it for their communication. He's not allowed to <laughs> yes. type into the other kids. Um, so, yeah, a little bit of accidental um, Auslan therapy. <clears throat> this is the other thing. Um, children with autism very often, they don't understand what they call interoception. So they they don't know when they're hungry and they can't tell you. So the wheels fall off because they're mm. so starving. Yeah. And you've yes. offered them something, but it's not what they want. Yeah. And, Yes. Um, anyway, we happened upon, I know you, you are both totally out of the kids' zone, but there's this show on ABC iView called Big Block Sing Song. Right. And ah. it's just, a, it's an animation, but it's absolutely crazy animation. And they're little sort of three-minute vignettes of life. Yes. Um, and there's one, it was all about eating, and it's, um, there's a growling in my belly, there's my tummy. Trying to tell me I got a job to do, 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 do. <laughs> I got a job to do. And then it's eat, eat, eat. I know I've got to eat. I got to munch, chew. It's what I got to uh, do to make my brain get big. My body gets uh, strong. I got to eat, eat, eat to feel good all day long. So we we sang that song with him. Oh. All of a sudden he realized what he had to do. Growling oh, yes. in the belly equals eat, and it was yes. another sort of accidental therapy. Oh, anyway, yes. ABC Kids has given us all a lot of therapy, oh, hasn't it? Bluey as well, lots of nuance yeah. and behavior. Yep, awesome. Um, but totally. Sing Song is just so hilarious. Like, there are, there are yeah. some really funny ones on there. <laughs> totally check it out. Um, Go on, check it out, please. And you can't found... understand that a child may be hungry and not eating until you've had a child. That is hungry That's yes. right. and not eating. Yes. Yes. And, and I, he's wild. I know, Kate, I know you both understand, but I think also from that sort of ADHD mm. point of view, like that, oh, they'll eat and they're hungry is just like the most painful. No. no. Oh, just no. don't even say that. No, don't they say that. They won't. <laughs> they won't. <laughs> so, but they won't. if no. you sing eat, 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 yeah. they may understand. <laughs> they won't. Yeah. 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 <laughs> It's definitely worth a try. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And even now, he doesn't yeah. say, oh, mum, I'm hungry. He says, I no. I need to get back my energy. Yes. <laughs> yeah, gorgeous. Okay. Well, we still talk yeah. about that, like, you know, cars need petrol, your laptop needs charging. Yep. It's yep. it's just yep. a, yep. you know, for me, I love food, but for them it's just an inconvenience, Same. right? Absolutely. Yeah. Let's just yep. do this and we've got yep. it done. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. We say, oh, Darren, you say you need to, what do you need to do to live, Molly? Eat, drink water and sleep. That's it. Yeah. So you have, you just need to sit and eat that now. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's the simplest we got to. Mm, yeah. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah my favourite, my favourite real therapy, so not just accidental therapy, we've only just discovered it really recently, is food therapy. So yeah. it's called something like SOS food therapy and a dietitian, um, you know, enables the process. But they basically, this beautiful woman, she just sits him down at a little table and he's got his own little like fork prong. And I'm like, I'm a bit scared he's going to prong. Yes. Her, but anyway. um, and then she just like puts foods out that are really sort of 
different in texture and taste. Mm. Like they start very sweet um, and he, he's got that sort of, uh, they call it ARFID and I can't even remember what the yeah. term yeah, yeah, yeah. is, but yep. it's when they're so incredibly restricted that it, it, they need to do something about it. Mm. So um, he started like the first week and he was like, oh, nom, nom, nom. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> And, you know, she must hear all the time, can you just come home with me? Yes. <laughs> feed him yes. yes. He would eat at, at daycare. Like this late, this beautiful chef would make, uh, you know, a curry and he would eat a curry before wow. I tried to make that curry. And I even got the recipes from the daycare. And no way. Absolutely no, no way. So the fact that he even tried something for this lady. And yeah. Like, he just loves her and she just gives him all these different foods and, I think last week he ate fro- uh, freeze-dried broccoli and I was like, oh, wow. Has never eaten a green thing in his life. And then yeah. I bring home these like snap peas from snap peas yeah. from snap Aldi. Peas. Have yeah. you tried yes. them? Yes. Yeah. I've, I've got them. Yeah. I hate the taste of peas. So I'm like, oh, oh. But he was like, I'm like. Yeah, Moorish. What? Yeah, beautiful. I love them. <laughs> Yeah, and I really don't think he would have tried anything like that without food therapy. It was like once a fortnight. Mm, wow. And, um, we got to the end of maybe I think it was like six weeks of session and um, he tried so many foods. Guess what she gives him? Chicken nuggets? What? Think awards. <laughs> think, think awards. She gives him this enormous chocolate medal. Oh, how cute. The absolute only award I ever want to see. Oh, that's perfect. I know. That is perfect. It was like the size of his head. <laughs> and, and the whole point of food therapy is that, like, you, you never hear the, the words don't play with your food at food therapy. Oh, no. Because the whole point is that they yep. play they That's do right. they get to learn the texture, they get to try new things. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I love food oh, That therapy. sounds amazing. Yeah, um, totally recommend food therapy. Yeah, mm. yeah. And it doesn't sound mean. Not <laughs> if you know, at If you know all. what I mean. Like it sounds kind. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and totally yeah. driven by what they and, – and she does things like it's not just, oh, here, eat something. Mm. She gets him to say, is it salty? Is it sweet? Mm-mm. Is it bready? Uh. And, you know, he starts to realise the things he likes. Is it sour? And, mm. Mm. you know, he gets to point or say. and Yeah, just really associating food with a really positive experience, mm. not – you must eat this, you need to eat your greens, yeah, none yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So amazing, absolutely amazing. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
magazine. Can we move towards about telling us about you working in the library and what mm, is that mm, like? Is mm. it what's a a pebrarian? Yes, <laughs> a pebrarian. Um, mm. basically, so we run story times. We run, yeah. you know, um, we we have a collection that should you basically mirror your community. So always on the search for books about diversity, mm. LGBTIQ, yes. I, I, I yeah. got all the words, mm. yeah. um, are always bringing books into the collection that are about feelings mm. and expression and, you know, refugees and, you know, literally everything yes. inclusive, diverse mm. as possible, but also fun, engaging not shoving it down their throat. So using books that we call read-alouds that are going to capture attention. Because some, some picture books are actually written for 8 to 12-year-olds. Like yes. People realise that. Some of the yes. non-fiction picture books are really particularly written. And like Girl Wonder is in grade 5. And if you go into her grade 5 classroom, there are so many picture books mm, on display. Mm, yes. Um, and like the junior fiction and middle grade readers are there, but very much lower than what mm. um, society thinks they should be. So yeah. what that tells me is you let your child read or learn at their pace. Mm. And we call ourselves lifelong learners in the library. We don't call ourselves literacy experts because we're not we just know what works and how to read a good book mm -hmm. and mm. um we don't shove books at people mm. we say these mm. are here to enjoy and not just in book form so every library in australia will have a digital suite of access for you so you just plug in your library card mm. and you'll get free audio books free um, e-books mm. um, I don't think a lot of people actually know that mm, completely mm. free Harry no. Potter so tell us yeah, everything there's also things like um, Storybox Library which is basically fun picture books being read by Australian authors mm. um, ah. and they've got an app now so you, you don't just you can actually buy the service you can use it for your school but libraries have that as part of their their suite as well so you just plug in your library card and it's actually called libraries victoria which is the main app mm. and then you plug in your your you know i work for hobson's bay libraries you plug mm. in your hobson's bay library number and that takes you to the the you know the amazing things that are available in library and it's not just library books it's things like film mm. it's also languages so you can learn languages there's just so much available in um and you know things like help with your homework that, yeah. that kind of stuff is all available in most libraries and they they do it differently in every library so i we won't offer the exact same service mm. but there there will be because that's the commitment that the, the the state government has made they fund libraries for this reason mm. we also mm. have computers in our library because there are people that don't have access mm. Computers right. and mm. they don't, they can't do their resume because they don't have a computer. Yeah, yeah. And then we That's help right. print as well. So, yeah, it's not just about um, coming into a, 
interesting place full of books. It's coming in to feel part of a community. We also have lots of community mm. rooms in libraries. So mm, mm. Um, we will have things like uh, um, the Greek club and they, they all the Greek folks will come and, you know, basically talk in their language mm, and mm. not yeah. feel judged. Um, and we'll have things like yeah. English as a second language, you know, conversation class. I, I'm probably forgetting like yeah, there's so 100% much. of what we actually do more in libraries. We also have things like um, like STEM, STEAM, so it's mm. science, technology, and engineering, art, mm. mathematics, and we do things like the robots and mm, um, mm. you can come and uh, actually borrow a robot and or we'll have a STEAM session where the kids can come in the afternoon. It's not daycare um but they can be there for an hour without the parents you know it's all fully sort of booked in yeah and they can experience different kinds of activities in a library where we have the funds but they never would so, yeah yeah um yeah yeah they are i mean for me as a reader i love going to the library like i just there's something cathartic about it and as a child um in the way my mum and dad viewed our religion, um, I wasn't allowed to read fiction. Ah. So ducking away to a library yes. and reading fiction and then putting it back on the shelf was the only yes. way a lot of the time that I could get to read. And, um, you know, I, it sounds weird now to go, that 15-year-old girl is going behind her parents' back and reading books. But yep. it was oh, yep. really oh, no. powerful. Really, yep. I just yeah, yeah. I remember borrowing flowers in the attic from the Knox Library. Oh, Don't yeah. you worry. Oh yep. yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It's a hiding lifeline. books. Yeah, it's a lifeline. Yep. And it's information that you can't get. And I know children now. Some children have access to, you know, computers and whatever. But your parents still can see what you're doing on a lot of that. Oh, of course, yeah. You read a book <laughs> and you're in your own world, and it's you know, yep. And yeah. so we sort of wanted to segue from that because Mandy and I are really big readers, although our reading has ebbed and flowed over the years, <laughs> maybe with our mental health, I'm not sure. Yes. Um, yep. I think so. Concentration yeah. and mental health for yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But as a, like my first three children loved reading, like, you know, yep. um, they still do scholarships moved back home and I went into her room last night and I saw a well-worn Harry Potter on the bed, you know, like yep. it's still something that's a comfort to her. And yep. then I've got these two amazing boys who will never, ever pick up a novel. And yes. I yep. I don't believe that they, well, may, I shouldn't speak for them in the future, but they're not going to read. I read them every book that they have to have from school or we watch the movie yep. or we listen to audio books. Yep. Um, yep. they, they love factual stuff. They'll read like car manuals and stuff. But mm. what I feel like all of society you know, you, you'll read like, um, I don't know, somebody, some amazing Mem Fox will say, if you just read to your children every day. Yeah. I mean, I read in the NICU, right? I yeah. have read yep. to those read boys those. every day yep. of their life. They have have yep. had books read to them. They hate reading. So yep. well, how do you feel simple. about that? Oh, I feel so passionate about saying things like reading is reading, car manuals are reading. Mm. Supermarket labels are reading. Mm. Yeah. Um Instagram Yeah, yeah. You know, captions. Captions are reading. 
So, mm. and like there will be children that, that will never read and mm. cannot read. Mm. So let's just destigmatize that mm. because there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. No. Um, I know adults that never read that are highly yes. capable mm, and mm. highly yes. intelligent. I'm not yes. even going to go there <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because yeah. there's no judgment. If you don't want to read, you don't want to read, but there are options. Audiobooks are mm. reading. Um, we've already said that, obviously. But there are things like, and it's not new, a comic book is reading. Mm-hmm. Yes. Graphic novels. Graphic novels have made a, a oh, really they've big, exploded. big surgeons. Mm. I've written a graphic yes. novel. Ooh. Oh, yes, Julie. Mm. I want everyone to know. Um, yes. Graphic novels are, are so, you know, they, they show visually what's happening. So you don't even have to read the words if you don't want to. Mm-hmm. Um, and there will be many children that don't read the words. I have the opposite gene, whereas I'm not sure where to go with the pictures. Yeah, <laughs> so okay. I have to actually train myself to look at the pictures and not read the words because yes. it's such a word, yeah. you know. Um, but I put a 10-year-old that is highly capable of reading mm. and she loves graphic novels. Yeah, And yep. it's yes. not even about, like, oh, giving them junk food. No, it's not no. junk food. It is reading. Mm-hmm. Even if it's yeah. wordless, mm. it's reading. Mm. So pictures are still reading. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, shall I shout it from the rooftop? <laughs> yes. Because also- there's a lot of stigma. There's yeah, a lot of stigma. There is a and lot I'm of in stigma. beautiful Facebook groups with, you know, beautiful, beautiful humans and parents and carers. And they write these things and I, I have to like mute the conversation. And they're not being yeah. mean, but it's yeah. like there are other ways of being an awesome human without sitting down with a book every day. Yes, you know, absolutely. Um, as much absolutely. as I love it. I think I thought that's who my children would be. Yes. So to have to change that yep. and 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 come to terms with my own ableism, let's yes. just yep. probably say it. Yeah. Yep. You know, I thought I'm a reader. I'm going to I'm read to them through the little windows yep. in their yep. yeah. in yep. Yuku. I was, absolutely. you know, my kids are going to be reading yep. at the at the dinner table when yep. we go out for dinner. They're not yep. going to be having iPads, all that yep. stuff. Yep. You know? yep. And yeah. then to realise, oh, my word, it's too hard for her. Yep. Yeah. And, yeah. And it's yeah. terrifying for some children. Yeah, I mm, felt terrified. terrifying. Yeah. Mm. And some yeah. children will get the big book and pretend to read it because it looks like they're yes. reading a big book. Yeah. You know, that, yeah. That is a sad sign of our times. Yeah. But actually, oh. you know, th- people like Andy Griffiths mm. with the Treehouse series, yeah. it's yeah. a big book, but yeah. it's like it's something like 2,000 words. Yes. It's mostly yeah. Terry Denton. A lot of pictures. Illustrations. And, yep. like, it's no surprise. The Catenary. Treehouse. <laughs> I've read all of them. Dogman. <laughs> Um, yeah. Bad guys. All those bad guys are the yeah. most borrowed books in the library. Wow. Yes. That says to me that children decide. Parents provide. Yes. Children decide. Yeah. And that's, oh, the same that's with magic. Food. Mm. You know, we, we hear that when we're yep. feeding little babies. Mm. Um, but let them go and choose. And as much as I um I I love that, you know, if you're gonna read Anna Green and Gables, I, I, I love that. I never recommend the classics. Really? I yeah. don't. 
I'll tell you why. Mm. I never read the classics. Okay. I was yeah. the non-bookworm child in a bookworm family. Right. And mm. I just had no interest and it wasn't, this is mm. hilarious, it wasn't until I was like in my late teens maybe, dad brings home a box of Barbara Cartland novels. Oh. And I don't yeah. know, they're not, they're not even racy Barbara Cartland, they're like, Oh, I didn't even know what the era is, but it, the, you know, it's all prim and proper love stories. Yes, yes. And that got me reading. Yep. Yeah. Whatever. It doesn't matter. 15, yeah. And yeah. I, I think I stalled for maybe another fifteen years, and then I had to be traveling all around the world in airports, and I started getting books in airports, and I started having so many books that you could trade the book back at the airport. And I just ah, yeah. became a ravenous reader. And then I sort of started to write kids' books and then I became a ravenous middle-grade reader. And then I started yes. to write picture books and I became a ravenous picture book reader, which <laughs> is how you learn to write books. You don't need to do a course. But, um, yes. yeah, so you're not born readers. They're, they're made, yeah. but they, they don't come naturally and it's okay if it doesn't come naturally. It's okay never to read. Mm, mm. I mean, I love reading, but I have not a lot of time to do it other than for the podcast. So I don't get Mm. to read adult books. So I listen to adult books. Yeah, Um, yeah. And there's such uh, an amazing journey with an uh, audiobook narrator. Oh, isn't it incredible? It's just like, oh, my gosh, changed your life kind of stuff. So, yeah, Mm. I don't recommend the classics um, and I – I see. Well, there's classics. a lot of weird, there's a lot of words that I've a lot of words, hard to get a my lot tongue of around. Inappropriate mm. themes, mm. a lot mm. of um, inappropriate uh, stuff against women. Yes, it's like, mm-hmm. no, but mm. they do make modern adaptations yeah. yep. of classics mm. in graphic novels, mm. so you don't have to do those yeah. words. Um, and actually, I. Uh, we have a like a book distributor in libraries, so we buy everything through a distributor. But very occasionally, we go to a local bookshop, which we love, and we just pull off a shelf. We do a buy-in, mm. and I immediately moth to the flame graphic novel area, and mm. I'll just pull off everything I can get my hands on. And lately, I've found things like The Little Women, and you know, and yes. Cables, and. And of the something or other, it's like a Philadelphia version. And I'm like, ah. see, that is the way. If you really want to impart the classics, Mm-mm. get it in graphic novel version. Mm. Yeah. And I suppose Mr. Leather loves, were... the, loves the Rainer books. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Raina, I, sh- I can't even say her last name. I won't even pretend to. No, but she's but... just like, is there any more? Is there any more? Yeah. I was like, no, we've bought all can't of them. She, that the lady man. needs to write more. <laughs> Hurry up. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. It's a tough tough market to crack into, uh, speaking of uh, a graphic novel. Tell us about it for you, yeah. I've always written about elves. My first three books that I independently published had a little girl elf that had a limp. Um, And the Ah. reason was I have a limp because when I broke my leg, the legs are different lengths. But it's really, it's it's not P-worthy. I just limp a little bit. I had some surgery. Yeah. I can't claim it as anything, but this little girl had a major limp and it changed uh. her perception. So I wrote this whole sort of three-book sci-fi elf series and then I sort of 
I love mystery. So I branched into mystery in my, my Frankie DuPont mystery series are my sort of real joy. But then I thought, what do yeah. I write next? And mm. I wrote about eight more books um, and I, uh, you know, shopping it around Australia didn't get sold. And then I sort of decided I'm going back to elves and I started yeah. writing this elf story and the little girl character has, you know, sort of a, a sort of weird superpower with lightning, but the characters around her have disability and inclusion. Yeah. So she has a brother that is in a wheelchair and it's sort of sort of an elven yeah. pirate story. And her <laughs> brother is the pirate captain in a steampunk oh, awesome. wheelchair. So the whole oh. ship is a steampunk ship. And um, her her sidekick is selectively mute after trauma. So mm. how do I put this into a story? Well, mm. it's a visual graphic novel, so you just draw it and show it. Um, yeah. I'm sort of editing that book at the moment. Do you actually so draw you do, it? No, no. No, no. So I can draw stick figures nowhere, even near as good as my six-year-old. <laughs> um, but the way, the way books work, in in publishing is you shop your manuscript if they buy your manuscript they pair you with an illustrator right right it takes three years so i'm still actually shopping that manuscript um and if it ever gets picked up and if i ever get a steampunk cover that has a steampunk wheelchair and a child with like it's a sort of a non-technological world so a child that's drawing on a tablet Mm. as their communicator i will bring it back to the p's oh you you. better yes yes (laughs) yeah the whole point someone might be listening you have to write Mm. diversity into your stories yes you don't you don't happen upon it unless you write it so Mm. i decided i would yeah i would write it and the fact that my very first book started with a child with disability and inclusion sort of set the tone for the rest of my my journey as an mm. author and I think it also makes me choose books into the library that I know will impact someone yeah. but also mm. might be fun because a yes. lot of the graphic novels are actually fun like they have this offbeat humor you know one minute they're saving the world you know someone's died and the next minute they're throwing a joke in so yeah yeah you know yeah which is sort of life life yes yeah. yes yeah, mm. definitely. Wow. And so now that you've sort of settled into school, even though the pandemic's had you home and away and home and away, yes. how has this year been? Oh, it's actually been really, really good. Mm. Um, like the, the, both kids have sat next to a kid with COVID and not got it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, yeah, amazing. Okay. Um, it's just been just nice to be back. We in homeschooling was just such a blur. Like I've mm. got a fairly high achieving child that was terrified of Zoom, mm-hmm. and mm. so we just didn't do it. Yeah, <laughs> I know we just didn't do it. Yeah, we did a few. Like we did some activities. Like they they kept calling me. Uh, you know, is is the girl <laughs> doing anything? I'm like, yes, yeah, she's doing things, but we just we just couldn't do it. So oh, Zoom going was horrible. Back, yeah. Horrible way of doing yep. school. Yeah. Yep. Going back face-to-face was just so refreshing. Mm. Just getting oh. back to routine, getting on that bus, me being able to work in yeah. the library again, just amazing. Yes. Um, I, I mean, special school, they, they just didn't force all of that that Zoom rubbish. They yeah. just they kind of they yeah. looked in every day and said hello and sang some songs. It was so refreshing. That mm. was prep for us. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, prep. Yeah. yeah. And mm. now, you know, he, he's in year one 
and his communication has just like exponentially increased. Mm. And I, if you remember in the, the earlier on in my ramblings, I said there's lots of non-verbal kids in his class. Mm. Will that will that stop his communication from burgeoning? No, 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 it did no. not. No, um, and it will not because no. he he is seeking um to to connect with people mm. now. So he's at that age where that he's not just in his own world, he's in his own world a lot, and that's what autism means, but he's also connecting with other children. Mm. And the fact that nobody bullies him, yeah. nobody teases him for not having the right words, a lot yep. of it is wordless play. Yep. Um, yeah. So I have found special school, and I know Mandy said it can be tricky, and mm. I think it's going to be tricky at this point, but our experience to date has been so positive oh yeah Even yeah more positive than mainstream like I, I feel like yeah like you know like like girl wonder wants to do the things that he's done in and I'm like, <laughs> oh <"Why no?"> totally <laughs> oh yeah. my other two were jealous sometimes absolutely mm, mm. jealous yeah. yep mm. yeah yeah which you never think of as a mum no. if you don't want that, that world well, you know, you no. just were never anticipating it. And no. I was just prejudiced. I didn't want her to go there. Yep. How dare I? I'd yep. never stepped foot in there. How did no, I know? Mandy, it was it was the rite of passage that you had to go through for all of us no. to hear. Because I seriously would I would not have considered it. I mm. would have just I would have put my armor on mm. and I would have just done it. Mm. And it would have and been some people can tragic. right and some people but can. some people can't. Yes. Mm. And, mm. and so I just children, want everyone to know that. Yeah. That's mm. right. Some mm. children can. And like we um we have like some veggie boxes out the front of our house. So we've got this tiny little house and nowhere to put anything. And I said to Danny, I want some veggie boxes. So they basically had to go in the front yard. So we're out the front veggie boxing and this teacher walks past walking a dog and boy wizard, you know doesn't respond and she says oh I, I work at this you know specialist autism school and um uh, he, he he'd really fit in and I was like oh oh okay <laughs> I'd never considered it yeah, um, yeah and then I think after that I'd heard Mandy uh mm. you know the episode about special school mm. and I was like if the universe wasn't telling me <laughs> something, <laughs> yeah. but, um, but bless that teacher face. because bless her. She's and like, she, I know what he's going to love, and yes, oh, and yeah. she she sort of said it in such a beautiful way mm. that I didn't feel I didn't feel like I wanted to. It react was less to than. Her. Yeah, I yeah. was just yeah. like, not, okay, yeah. and so I got her number, and you know, I asked a little bit more, and. Then it just it went from there. And mm. It took maybe a year to get mm. to that process to happen. Mm. But if I yeah. didn't even consider it, it would have it would have been a very different path. And I I don't feel like I would have been able to cope with the world actually. Like mm. yeah. it's gotten this this far. And you know we may have to mainstream it one day. We may not. That is the choice. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. I just want people to know that that choice is not less than. It no. is not. It's it's a yeah. barrel of fun. Oh my gosh! Mm. Kid comes. And, home and every I was thinking day. when you were talking, you were talking about there's children that are non-verbal and then there's children that are very verbal. Yes, <laughs> in the same class. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and you go in there and you think, wowza! Yeah, a verbal. You can talk. Like, it's almost they call it, you know, a stim. Mm. Like 
kids that yes, that's drop right. they like the sound of their voice and they like the feel yes. of their throat. Mm, mm, and it's yes. like, <laughs> there's oh so goodness. many variations. Yep. And yep. it's just like you walk in and think, oh, this is the world I, that we should be yeah. all yeah, experiencing. We should be all in. Yeah. 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 Yep. Mm. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Well, it's been. Oh, you've just given us so much to think about. Oh, I hope so. I hope so. We will add in the show notes your podcast. So, the Middle Grade Mavens, we want everyone to go and find your Instagram account. You will love Julie's Reels, make me laugh every day. (laughs) Your gorgeous outfits. Um, You know, you're clever. We want people who live in your area to come to the library. Mm. We want people to, um, yeah, and follow your book. So, have you got a website? I do. I do. Did you send all that that through? Yep. It'll be in the show notes. Auntie Lisi will pop it all in. Yep. Yep. She will pop it all in. And, um, yep, everyone just get around, buy Julie's books. (laughs) The peas will love you, right? Very kind, but not necessary. (laughs) Yeah. No, but that's Get them at the library. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, go. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Thank you, Julie. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Lovely to have you. Oh, wasn't she lovely? Oh, ju- Just beautiful. Oh, oh she's gorgeous. Yeah. I know. I loved chatting with her. She's got so much to share. So much energy. Doesn't she? I feel like we're yes, just like energyless compared to her. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no. She's awesome. She's, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I can't wait to. I've started watching her reels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's fun. Her. I've been telling yeah, you. Yeah, 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 watch yeah, her. yeah. She's yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think it was great to talk a little bit about reading snobbery. Oh, yeah. It's, it's yeah. out there. It's rife. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's so, rife. Yeah. It and um, okay, let's, let's talk go. about what made you cry this week. Okay. Well, I haven't had like really big cries this week, but I, I would say that I felt happy, emotional about scholarship moving back home. Um, she did say yeah. it was devastating, but, um, you know. <laughs> Um, you know, she's, I don't know, the, um, Woody's really loved having her back, just goes and sits on her bed and, you know, like he really, really misses her. Missed her. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So I know it'll be fleeting and she'll come and go and whatever, but it's just been really nice having her bossy, bossy boots back in the house. You know, so no. yeah, it's it's really nice. She's taken yeah. over the formal lounge room. She's it's no he longer a, a respite for anybody, and it's no. beautiful. She's turned it into a beautiful oasis of a bedroom. So yeah, I anyway. mean, who wouldn't want to be in there? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Well, me, I cried. Surprise, surprise. Call the midwife. <laughs> oh, what a surprise! Season eleven finale. <laughs> I was. Howling! <laughs> I just think, does anybody else watch it out there? Or is it just me? No, loads oh of people watch gosh. it. I was howling, howling, oh. howling, howling. Oh, oh just I mean, the character Reggie, who has Down syndrome, I just every time he's on the screen, it's poignant. Yeah. They, yeah, every you know, there's births of ba- pea babies, there's deaths of babies. It's yeah. just all handled so beautifully, and you know. Every bit of dialogue has been written really carefully. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. And so I trust them that mm. they're never going to like it's it's moving, but it's never they're never going to upset me. Yeah, and it's not patronising. 
if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So anyway, I was just like. <laughs> <laughs> How long till the next series? How long and do you have to wait? Oh, it'll be another year. Okay, yeah. right. Oh, sad. Anyway, yep. that's that. And just a bit of trickiness around here in trying to get Miss Eleven to camp yeah, next week and all her get friends there. getting COVID and who knows if we'll even get there and it's just mm. on this knife's edge every day and I just feel sad about their brains and I how know. this is forming the rest of their life because I went and bought her a um, sleeping bag and I was like, no, you might not get to use it and just, I know, I know. you know, it's oh. just been so many years. We're all. I just feel sad. I know. Well, I said something to um, scholarship and number one daughter. We're going to um, hopefully on Saturday night, the Auntie Donna podcast, right? And I said, oh, mm. well, you know, who knows, you know, and they're like, oh, yeah, that's Saturday. We worry about that on Saturday. And I thought that's just yeah, plans are hard to make. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, she's only yeah. 11. And yeah, and I yeah. just feel like it's been two years of a little imprinting and what does yeah. this mean? Yeah, I don't know. You know, for all of them, not just my daughter, but I'm, you I know, know, just yeah. trying to stay trying to stay light. Yeah, of course. You know, if you go, you go. We if can't go, go. go. Yeah, we'll do something else. I know. Yeah. But it's... You know, but P.S., you haven't had a school camp. I know, ever. Ever? Oh, it's just even every week going to school, like I think we're week seven or something. It's yeah, incredible. It's like a shock. It's it's yeah. really yep. different going to school. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I'm yeah, I, I I we're all fully aware, you know, there's a new variant, the rug could be pulled out, we're gonna get new restrictions. What? We just don't yeah. know. Like we're all but it's yeah, just to have them going to school and I also it's been I nice. also think a lot of women are flat, like a lot of my friends are flat. Oh yeah. I don't know if you feel like that. Oh. I feel like a lot of my friends are just like <sighs> Oh, yeah, yeah. it's it's impossible to plan. We're not anything. really planning things. Nah. We're not, you know, it's not, do you want to go out for dinners or nope. do you want to meet up for this? It's not like that. But yeah. And every time you do, like I've got a beautiful group of friends that we we just go out for each other's birthdays. We don't buy presents or anything. And um, we're supposed to be going out this week and then one of us has COVID. And so you're like, oh, well, then yeah. does that person miss out? Do we cancel the dinner? I like know. there's just no right answers anymore. <laughs> No, anyway, 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 stop. Made, we'll stop with the COVIDs. The difference. Okay, so what made a difference in my life this week is that I went to the Chill Out Festival in Dalesford. I danced and danced and danced yeah. and I laughed and uh, it was lovely. It was just really, really, really lovely. Um, Nellie Thomas has a caravan in Dalesford. Lorraine and I went and stayed there with her. Um, there was a fun bus that you could get on and get off and I don't know, it was just, it made a difference to my life. I'm, you know, was so shocked that it actually took place. Um, Wow, look at this, there's something happening. Yeah. Mm. yeah. What about you? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, I'm just, I've been recovering from the tooth. Yes. So, um, but the good news is that Outlander is back. So I'm just talking about TV shows. But they've all just come back in a vengeance. Yep. So that's been fun. Mary and Blake are back on their podcast. I went on their listener feedback and been messaging me, Maddie, we have to do. Too funny. They love you. <laughs> well, you know, we all, we all need a bit of Jamie Fraser in our life, hey. But yeah. anyway, it's just fun to have a TV show to look forward to. Every oh, week. yeah, and, especially if it's got yeah, Jamie Fraser. I'm watching The Gilded Age. Like there's so many great things. Oh, yeah, so yeah. I'm loving Outlander. What about your laugh? Okay, so my laugh this week is actually 
last night, um, so we're obviously a week behind when you're listening to this, um, football came back to Melbourne. So yeah. Lorraine came over and her and I were watching the footy. I know people find it strange, but I love football. Um, and Woody came out and he was like, I'm hungry. And I said, well, because he'd had dinner. I said, what do you want? And, you know, have to go through the whole list of things. And in the end I said, actually, I've got Cocoa Pops in the storeroom. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll have Cocoa Pops. So he sat down on the couch with us and he was eating Cocoa Pops. And um, uh, Lorraine said, oh, I love Cocoa Pops. And I said, oh, no, I can't stand them. I would never, ever. Oh, I love them too. I would never choose a Cocoa Pop. And um, Woody goes, yeah, well, you don't have the spirit. And I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) And he's like. You know when people say that's the spirit, you don't have the that's the cocoa pop spirit. You just don't have it. And I was laughing, laughing. Well, it's a shame. You it's just a shame. Get the cocoa pop spirit. I don't have the cocoa pop spirit. And then I don't even know how he knows this. He goes, "You tried them? Oh, I've tried them. I don't mind a um, okay. chocolate crackle." Um, but then he said, "Maybe you need to be baptized." And I was like, "How do you even know that?" <laughs> Chocolate milkshake only Ali- crunchy. Do yes. you agree to that, Kate? Uh, yes, yes, I do. Yes. Okay. <laughs> In the name of Kellogg's Sanitarium Pops. and Uncle Toby's. <laughs> do you take Kellogg's to be your breakfast of choice from now on? <laughs> oh dear. Anyway, lots of laughs about oh, the cocoa pops. Mm. Oh god. So yeah. I'm- I'm spiritless. Well, it's a shame. What made you laugh? You are spiritless. Yeah, yeah. Um, last night we had a Zoom for Special Olympics Victoria mm. for the national game. And so Molly luckily remembered because um, <laughs> I was driving, picking up other people. So we got onto the Zoom and it was just, a, as you can imagine, a joy and delight. Anna, who came on our podcast, ran the yep. whole thing. Yep. You know, there's 100 people on the Zoom. Uh-huh. And anyway, just the running commentary from Molly throughout, you know. So Anna would talk about, okay, well, this is how much it's going to cost and this is going to be like we'll provide flights and the food. Food? I hope there's no lasagna. I was like, <laughs> I don't know if there'll be lasagna. So we're on mute, luckily. Yep, yep. So it was just a running commentary. Then she was like, then they said they're going to have a family fun day. There's going to be like a carnival on the last day. Is there going to be potato twisties? I was oh, like, I don't I know. I hope so. Write I that, love those potato twisties. Right in the chat. Right in the chat. I said, I'm not writing in the chat. <laughs> Is there going to be potato twisties? <laughs> then, now we're going to go over the NDIS. People have the NDIS plans. We might be able to use some of your yep. goals. You might be able to use some of your money to go towards it. Molly says, no, I don't need to use it. I'm using my pension. I'm rich. <laughs> no, no, we're allowed. We're going to try and make this work. And it just went on and on. And then you need to, you know, fill out a form. Um, have you got any allergies? Yes, dust. I was like, okay, I don't think I'll write dust on the allergies. Mold. <laughs> because I know you could just see I was laughing the whole time because she was just questioning so many things. Anyway, it was a delight and what a joy to think about that that might actually happen. Oh yeah, please, yeah. please, and please. And getting a team, getting yep. a getting a um uniform yes. and having a having a night practice. 
So, and then she's like, are we all going to fly? Are you going to fly with me? And interestingly, what we said before, she was very, very nervous about whether she has to fly without yes, me. Yes, yes. And, fair you know, enough. she hasn't really been away from me for two yeah, years. So, yeah, it's all going to be. Mm. It's going to be a really big deal, but Team Vic has 250 people. It's the wow. biggest state going to the Special Olympics Games. Yay, and Team I'm Vic represents. I'm so proud. Yeah. Yeah, because what, wouldn't we you think we'd, we'd be, be the nobody with the least? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I can't wait. Um, and it was just lovely. And Anna and everyone who's volunteering, oh, my hat's humans. off to you. It's yep. a lot of work. A and lot. I just wanted to shout out that if anybody – I'm not asking for me, but if anybody has money, donate to Special Olympics Australia. Donate yes. to any of the teams. Like there's a lot of effort going into a making lot. the athletes yeah, be yeah, able yeah. to get there. And yeah. I just thought if you've got some money, just go straight to Special Olympics or if you've got time and you want to donate or if you're maybe in Maybe you won that Powerball. Maybe. Yeah, maybe you won Powerball and you thought, where could this money go yeah, to? Yeah, yeah, Special Olympics. And it could go to these athletes and mm. I just, it's going to be so joyful. <laughs> I can't wait. So anyway, hopefully there's no lasagna because she's going to be out. <laughs> <laughs> you know there's that oh, song, Bitch Lasagna. I'm surprised Molly isn't all over that. <laughs> I'm not going to tell her. That was the other thing. Anna said, someone said, oh, when you have a day off from competing, can you can you spend time with your athlete? Yeah. And Anna said, well, um, yes, but also we like to cheer on our teammates. Yes, yes. And Molly's like, no, I'm not. <laughs> oh, what a joyful glorious. night. Yeah. It was a joyful night, Kate. Mm, mm, oh, beautiful. Anyway. Blah, blah, blah. I'll go oh. on and on and on. <laughs> As you may, it's your podcast. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Now, tickets for our live show in Sydney. They're on, on sale. sale. Yes, we. I probably will do a little uh, recording that can go at the start of the episodes, actually. Um, ah, okay. Yes, yes. Yeah, great. And I think, I hope right, that by the time you then. hear this, Canberra's on sale too. So Sydney. 28th of May for Canberra. Yep, 28th of May, Canberra, Sydney, is the um, 18th of June and we've got two 18th. shows, an afternoon and an evening. And I think a few people are booking the 7. evening. But the 4.30 also going to be fun and you can get home Yay. in time to put your feet up and watch all of the shows that Mandy yeah. listed. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully those two times can give P flexibility. Yeah, that's why that's, we did it. You know, that's yep. our thinking. Yep, that's and so we can meet you in between. we know not everyone... Yeah, and not everyone can go out at night. Not no. everyone can go out in the afternoon. So, no. but it's fun seeing yeah, like Mandy P is like, I've booked my tickets, and Kirsty from Art I of Decluttering, I've booked my tickets. I'm like, oh, yeah. please let us Melanie, come and see them. Melanie, yeah, Melanie and Engelise. Yeah, they're oh, gonna have a weekend please, away together. Please let us come. So, yeah, we we oh, are please. so looking forward to it. If we have to drive, we will drive. But we are gonna get there somehow. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. We can drive. Yeah, that's definitely. okay. You can drive. <laughs> I can drive. <laughs> I don't mind driving. <laughs> oh, I know. Thank you, Pete. Right, Thanks Thank for you. listening. Go and follow Julie. Yes. Follow, listen to Middle Grade Mavens podcast and send her all your pee love. Yep. All right. Bye. Bye.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 